Hey everybody, this is Heather. I'm jumping in here, abusing my editorial privilege because today is my youngest brother's birthday and I just wanted to wish him a happy birthday. I knew he would download this before I had the chance to call him. So happy birthday, little brother. I love you so much. Hope you're sufficiently embarrassed. And we're live! Woo! Nate Great. got it. What is happening now? Oh, no! No, Dennis, we said third time is the charm. I know. Yeah, we, dude, we, we said I it. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, you're totally good. Anyway. Hi, everybody! We're back! Hey! There will be no time elapsed hey. for any of you at all, but it's been a whole month since we've gotten to be together. And we really missed each other, so. It's been more than a month. Uh, that is true. Before Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, wow. A peek behind the curtain. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. When you hear this in March or something. Yep. Will it be that late? Damn. Pretty sure. Bi-weekly. All these other podcasts, they release like weekly, and I'm just like, I don't know how you people do I that. I don't either. <laughs> when you hear bi-weekly, do you think every two weeks or twice a week? It depends on the context. Every two weeks. See, I'm with I'm with Lester, but not everybody shares that uh, that belief, and it's gotten me in trouble when scheduling. That's just people not knowing what words mean, and that means they're wrong and you're right. And if they get mad, you can just you get to kill them. That's the law. You know what? I was I you had me in the first <laughs> half of that, and then <laughs> I mean, you got me in the second. Half of that. <laughs> I'm super Welcome, everyone, to Nameless Monsters! Yes! Yeah. Season 1, episode 12. 12. There it is, yeah. <laughs> I know what episode we're on. Mm-hmm. I do. I do know what episode we're on because I re-listened to part of episode 11, and uh, I also read notes on episode 11 because it has been so long that I could not remember what happened. Which is bad, but, you know. Our... Are we back Fun at Adelaide's too. now, or are we still in the no, car? No, we were, we were, we dropped you off at uh, Deputy Dewey's oh, house. Oh wait, okay. Wait a minute. What? Wait a minute. Hold wait up. A minute. Hold up. Hold up. Yeah, let's do a. We'll do a summary. We gotta. We'll do, we gotta introduce we'll do, ourselves we'll do, first. We'll do, oh right. Okay, you're right. We'll do it. Cart and horse. We'll do the thing. I'm Lester. I'm. No. No. I'm. I am Nate. I am the keeper. The dungeon master, the game master, the person who runs everything behind the scenes. And tonight, I have with us Lester. I'm Lester. I play Morris. Uh, and he, him pronouns. And Heather. I'm Heather. I play Mags Oliver, the professional. We are both she, her. And Dennis. Wow. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad the Mundane. <laughs> Pronouns he, him. 
Wow. Oh, and my pronouns are he, him as well. So who who wants to do the summary? Yeah, who wants to do the summary? Nate said he read notes. I remember mostly what happened, but I don't remember what was in the last episode. I just have a general trend from previous break to now. Is Brad naked? I know it was discussed. No, Brad's not naked this time. Oh my god. There are no nunchucks in the butt. I'm very sorry. (laughs) Um, Brad is naked all the time. In fact, well, actually, in fact, Brad's nunchucks got roasted this last time, I believe. Heather, correct me if I'm wrong, but we went to the sheriff to go talk to Sheriff Gilly. And while we were there talking to them, um, there were some anachronisms that were mentioned. And yes. They reacted poorly. They got a headache. They eventually became very, very ill. And uh, Morris had to distract Deputy Dewey out front so that Mags and Brad could get uh, Sheriff Gilly back to Adelaide's house for some of that good old magic healing. Um, In the van, Sheriff Gilly revealed that they are, in fact, a... Uh, an agent with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. We had a conversation with them at Adelaide's. We discovered some of the things that I don't remember right now. And then we decided that we were going to go back to the sheriff's office to try and investigate what was going on. And uh, Morris flirted with Officer Dewey again. And Mags did some stuff out front while Brad... I think his name's Tony. Yeah. Isn't his last name Dewey? I was about to say... That was all correct, except his name is Deputy Tony Wallace. Okay, I'm going to say Tony a bunch, and you just plug those in. Tony. <laughs> no, no, no. Tony, Tony. I'm keeping Tony. it. Tony. Tony. Um, I'm definitely not doing that. <laughs> Brad started a fire, <laughs> left the building, dropped his nunchucks, went back into the burning building. Hey, kids, don't go into burning buildings. And it was all for naught because his nunchuck caught on fire and burned away. And so now Brad is weaponless and we all met outside. And then Brad and Mags followed Morris as he was walked by Deputy Tony to Deputy Tony's house where he failed to seal the deal. And then... I think I was walking Deputy Tony to his house. Yeah, okay. They were walking each other to Deputy Tony's house. And Deputy Tony failed to seal the deal because I think my exact words were, Morris is no slut. Yeah, right. No, no, sir. No, Deputy Tony was invited you inside and you shut him down so hard. I, I, he's, I also threatened to shoot him like twice he if he got handsy. literally just asked if you wanted to have a beer. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. And then it was a whole spiel about how you weren't loose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I slut-shamed Deputy Tony a little. You did a little bit. And then we all walked off into the sunset together, <laughs> with presumably with Mags and Brad giving Mora's dating advice. There was also a 10-minute conversation about peppermint oil and what Morris keeps in his pockets. Right. Always. Well, that probably won't make it into the final cut, so. (laughs) I'm going to guess it won't. Damn it. It was really important Morris lore. Don't worry, everyone. It'll be in the the bloopers later. The extended cut. Yeah, the extended cut. (laughs) There's no such thing. The extended edition episodes. You get to hear the 30 minutes where we all fuck up our audio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Sign up for our Patreon and you get the uncut, unedited nonsense that we don't subject you to every week. Oh, my God. Remember that time it took us like 20 minutes to figure out why Dennis had become a chipmunk? <laughs> yeah. That's what you'll get. And everybody could hear it but me. It was great, honestly. <laughs> it was. 
<laughs> I would give anything to have that audio. Yeah. So are we are we going to the swamp? Is that where we're headed? I have no idea what you guys are going to do, but yeah, I think we're still like walking back. We ended with y'all walking off into the night, and I thought we were headed to the swamp. I guess. Yeah, I think that's what we had discussed. Okay, but we didn't get anywhere. Right. So here's my question: Were you driving? Yes. Or just walking? I guess we were walking back to the van then, or the SUV, and then we followed. Fair enough. I think you took it to the sheriff's office before you set it all on fire. <laughs> Accidentally is an important qualifier there. Yeah, let's go. Let's say we go back to the SUV and drive if we can drive. Okay, so the camera opens on this episode with, I think, everybody stepping out of the vehicle at the edge of the forest where they were last reported to go in. You guys have no idea about the swamp. Right. Right. That's just from the cutscenes. Right. But yeah, you guys are at the edge of the forest, and it's around where they last saw those two people. It's night. Everybody's stepping out of the stepping out of the vehicle. Mags gets her mag light out. Her mag's light. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get out my cat brooch to see if that I'm gonna remember I have for once to see what it's doing? It is flashing regularly, but slower than it was when you were in town. Oh, okay. So this is probably unrelated to my guy. I have in my notes that Mayor Cordry is the one who saw the two running out and told Gilly. Correct. Did the mayor see them at this spot where we have gone? They were running towards the woods in this direction. So I guess what I'm asking is... Why would the mayor have been out here? Are you asking me to answer that question or? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Mags wonders that out loud and Morris and Brad just stare at her. Because I'm sure as shit not answering that question. Can we roll insight on why a mayor would be in the woods? <laughs> Is there like a house somewhere nearby? Is nope. this the edge of this forest? just off a well-traveled part of the roads here in town. Not particularly. There are a few, like, small scattered houses. Not super close, but within a mile. So it's not outside the realm of possibility that somebody could be passing through here. Is I, I guess that's what I'm asking. It's pretty unlikely. It's not by a road or anything. Okay. I don't know. Did you ever have any friends that were like, like Sissy, you know, her house is way out there. Yeah. And then if you go through her basically backyard, it goes for like a mile and then boom, you're at the woods. Yeah, I got you. So, I mean, there's stuff nearby, but it's not super close. Hmm. Mags pulls out her notebook. Question. Why was the mayor out here? He's mayor of the whole like fucked up area, right? So maybe he has to, like, get votes from the woodland creatures, get some votes from the spiders. How many votes do they get? They've got, is it just the one or because of all the faces? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say that uh, Brad is borrowing Morris's mall katana since my nunchucks are out of commission? Oh, yeah, I think I offered it to you, didn't I? You did, but that was before the nunchucks were set on fire. How sad is Brad about his uh, missing nunchucks? Is it very obvious? 
I think that he was sitting in the seat next to you in the back with them sort of like cradled in his lap. And they're like clearly like... Just like looking out the window. Burned and fucked up. Yeah, one of the handles is completely... It, it like got so burned that when I grabbed it, it just sort of like crumbled. It's structurally unsound. and the, So I basically got like a stick with a length of chain on it, but not long enough to do anything cool with. Uh, okay. Hey, uh... Brad, buddy, I uh, see some trauma has has really uh, happened to your uh, nunchucks there. Oh, um, yeah, it's um, it's less than ideal, you could say, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be weak soldier on, you know. <laughs> You're gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know those nunchucks were like super important to you, bro. But like, <laughs> they were they were my starter chucks. You know, I've never had another another set. Um, <laughs> I know sometimes, you know, your first time, it can be really hard to get over your first um, destruction of your nunchucks. Yeah. You yeah. know, it, it might be hard for you to get back out there and meet a new pair of nunchucks. Oh, I don't, I don't think I'm anywhere close to ready for that. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I can, you know, maybe I can fix her. Um, you know, in in the meantime. It's okay to have, like, a fling with, like, another weapon, you know? Just to help you get some rebound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I know that's fine. If it was anybody else, I would I would agree. It's just hard, you know? But, um, what do you... Yeah. Did you have something you were kind of thinking about? I remember a while back I did... I, I offered you my mall katana, and, you know, that offer's still on the table. And I think it might do you some good to associate yourself, you know, yeah. w- with some new uh, weapon types. I think that could, you know, maybe help you kind of move on or or reach that yeah. stage of acceptance with, you know, with your loss. This is really deep for a pair of fucking nunchucks, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Brad is going to take the nunchucks in his hands and he's going to like tuck them into that pocket in the back seat, <laughs> but with it still sticking out so it can see, you know, he doesn't want to like shove it into the darkness. <laughs> And he's going to say, you know what, Morris, um, I think you're right. I think uh, if, if you're okay with it, if you don't mind uh, me taking her for a spin, I'd love to acquaint myself with your mall katana. Yeah, man. No no problem. So he'll remove it from his back and hand it to Brad and be like, I know she'll be in good hands with you. I will keep her safe and return her to you in the exact condition that you gave her to me in. You are a good friend, my dude. Yeah, man. You know, whatever you need. This is a good start. Okay. That good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Does she have a name? Do you you name Um, her? Raging Super Saiyan Super Warrior Goku. Wow. Raging Super Saiyan Super Warrior Goku. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Mags said that from the front seat as soon as she heard it. Just like, wow. Kept on driving. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so while we're standing here at the edge of these woods, Mags is going to try and do some tracking, see if there's any evidence of people having gone through here, you know, thinking about the face spiders, if there are creature tracks anywhere. Yeah, roll me investigative mystery. Awesome. All right, here we go. 
That is a 10. Nice. Hey. Holy shit. Because I got that plus two. First roll back from break. Hold two. Give me them questions. Where did it go? Start with that. (laughs) While (laughs) I love this image. So the scene is like Brad and Morris are sitting there talking about their deep feelings for their fucking martial (laughs) weapons. The fucking weirdos. You wouldn't understand. No, no, I wouldn't. You are like, I'm going to get some shit done. So you start looking around and you pretty quickly find tracks, a larger set and a smaller set headed into the woods, probably 40 feet away from where you guys parked. As you are looking around and you've spotted the tracks, I think, Brad, you finally look up from this this strange weapon love moment and you see shimmering out in the forest a very light green glow. Whoa. Something is being concealed by the green glow, but you can't see what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, um, guys, can you see? Okay, I'm going to point at it. Do you see anything out there that looks out of place in any way? Mags looks real hard. It looks like forest, you know, with like trees and stuff. There's no more spiders. That's interesting. Okay. I th- maybe we should go. Let's. I think we should go that way. Wait, what do you see, Brad? Do you okay? Do you remember like day like two or when we got here, and I I asked you about that green glow? Yeah, yeah, I do remember. It keeps coming up. Like that's what I was looking for when I went to the spider cave, and I didn't see it there. But when um Ji Jaden Indigo Child dropped the thing into the ground that exploded the cave, his hand was glowing green. And now I'm looking out here, I can see more green glowing light, and I don't know what it is but it feels like it's a recurring theme and if i know anything because you saw that at the kelly's house as well yeah yeah that's what i was talking about yeah that's the yeah it was um in the hole and like in their bedroom that's i wonder why you can see it and we can't yeah i have no idea uh yeah no it's um definitely not natural it's not natural is what i'm saying and i think that you know if we suspect that this may be more than just like a missing woman and child, which, you know, hey, here we are. Um, maybe the green glow is a good sort of like indicator of like some spooky shits happening. Oh, yeah, for sure. When we get back, though, I want to I want to look through my book. I hadn't thought about this for a little while. We need to look into that. OK, OK, to, toward the green light. Uh, I guess you need to lead the way. Yeah, because we're we're gonna be fucking useless. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we don't have any other leads, I guess. So, um, well, here are their tracks, right, right here. They're headed that oh, direction. Oh, well, why didn't you say something? Well, you guys were talking about your swords and sticks. <laughs> <laughs> All I could think about was how strange that a sword was a female name, like it was a she, because like. It's so very, like... Phallic? Yeah, a sword is very phallic. In my head, I was thinking, like, you know, how ships are girls. But then I did name... Then I did name the sword Goku. You know, I shouldn't have assumed the sword's gender, so that's on me. I apologize. Um, <laughs> to the light, then. 
<laughs> do the tracks go in the general direction of that green light? Straight into the woods towards it, I should say. All right, guys, into the woods. It's time to go. I hate to leave, but I don't remember the rest of the song. Okay, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, as you guys walk through the woods following these tracks, Brad, you notice the light kind of getting closer to you, the source of the light for what it, whatever it is. Uh, there doesn't seem to be anything emitting it, but it, there does seem to be like an, an origin point for it. And as you guys follow these tracks, Mags, you only notice that the tracks end. But Brad, you notice that the tracks end right as they get to where the light is. I, I want to say brightest. It's not like it's super bright or anything, but it's obviously more concentrated in like where you're standing. When I see them stop, I'm going to put a hand up to the guys and start scanning right and left to see if maybe I just missed them somewhere, if something scared them, if there were signs of a struggle. I want to I want to just stop everything and I'll I'll peel off a little bit and go to the right as I'm looking for more of these tracks. I'm just going to stick with your original investigative mystery yeah. role. I don't think we need to like redo any roles here. You do not see any more tracks anywhere hmm. in the area other than like maybe some wild game okay some deer well they vanished into thin air the tracks i don't know i'm like standing there in the quote-unquote brightest part of the light do i feel anything is it like mist did i feel any kind of sensation why don't you roll read a bad situation okay well Brad is apparently illiterate when it comes to bad situations. <laughs> oh, no. It's a four. Oh, no. So I'm going to mark experience. Oh, buddy. It's fine. Yeah, mark mark that I've XP. I got my mall katana. It's fine. That's right. You've got a uh, shit. What did I name it? <laughs> You've got Raging Super Saiyan Super Warrior Goku with you. Yeah, what could go wrong? So what you see, Brad... Bradley, is you see the light undulate, and since you don't really feel anything, you think you can probably walk into it just fine. There's no reason that these tracks should stop here, and there's nothing else around, really. I'm going to say, hey, uh, Mags, Morris? Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try something. Just um, be ready to do some magic shit or something. And I just step into it. Okay. So, interestingly enough, because of the failure, um, <laughs> <laughs> you step through and suddenly it is twilight. Oh, boy. Time has completely changed. Oh. You turn around and you look and there's no Mags or Morris. Around you, there is nothing but endless-seeming swampland. Well, shit. So we're going to go back to Mags and Morris real quick. Real quick. Can I use my... Does that count as a don't worry, I'll check it out move? <laughs> yeah, dude. Sure. Sure, dude. Guess what? I leveled up, bitches. Nice. All right. How many level ups I'm is that? I'm level Jeez. four now. 
so close. Holy shit. So y'all do your thing. I'll be thinking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we switch over to Mags and Morris, you all see Brad walk forward and then he is gone. No light, no flashing, no noise, no nothing. He is just gone. Who did we decide had the minus one on investigate a mystery and use magic? It was Mags. Yeah, I still have a minus one on my next use magic roll. So we just saw our BFF disappear. Yep. With a minus one, does like Mags still have a positive to investigate a mystery? Yeah, my investigative mystery is over. It's just on use magic. Oh, okay. Well, Max is smarter than Morris. <laughs> um, so, what? What just happened? Yeah, this is uh, this is fucked up. Can we like Morris is gonna kind of like start circling around, looking through the grass and like bushes and trees, trying to figure out like maybe Brad shrunk, maybe you know. <laughs> Maybe he's invisible. Maybe he astrally projected from his body and also his body disappeared just like Morris did. I'm sorry. What are you doing, Morris? He's just like looking around for stuff. So why don't you roll investigative mystery then if you're looking around for what happened to Brad? Okay. I I got I got a six. Oh, <laughs> so that's that's a mark experience failure, right? It is. So mark experience. And as you walk around, you (laughs) are suddenly aware that there is more light than there was previously. Oh, my gosh. And you look around yourself and you see a swamp. Shit. And then we cut to Mags. (laughs) What's Mags doing? Here's the crucial question. Was I paying any attention to Morris while he was doing that? That is a question that I cannot answer for your character. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to roll for it. Mags is panicking. She is she is out of her mind. She was studying everything that was around her and super super focused and looks up and like asked Morris to hand her something out of her bag that she had set down and then no answer. So it is. Oh, oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. They, they both. Okay. Um, and she's going to go back to her bag, loop it over herself, like spinning around in the darkness with this mag light. She is going to try Cause she saw brad step forward yep so she is going to try and you said you're spinning around do you have a compass i think i do oh i interpreted it as like you were panicking spinning yeah i know it's it's really easy to get lost in the woods yeah. very very easy to get lost in the woods i think she is going to try and find the spot where she saw brad go through she's looking for either of their tracks like, strangely, Mags is pretty good at woodscraft. That seems to be the way the roles have gone. So I'm just rolling with it. It was in your training. Yeah, I had a class on this. So she's going to find where that termination point, where both of their, I assume, where both of their footprints disappear and do the same thing. 
That's just logical. Totally. So you walk through and nothing happens. Uh, well, that can't be right. You look back <laughs> and there are the tracks. They just end abruptly. I try to go the other way. Anything from this side? Nothing happens. Crap. Okay. Thinking quickly. Mags has brought her binder. It's in the bag with the hunting rifle and her gun. And she's going to get the binder out. She kneels down on the ground with this four-inch binder in front of her, holding the mag light in her left hand, and starts flipping through the pages of this massive binder until she finds the, the rituals section. And she's going to start setting up, like drawing the runes in the dirt, to try and magic her way out of this. She wants to see what happened in this place that made them disappear. I love that use of fuse magic. That's cool. Okay, so describe to me this ritual you set up and do, and then roll me some use magic. That's sick shit. So she finds the page. It's, it's one, of, one of the fairly early ones. This is pretty basic stuff. And she's copying out these Doctor Who-looking runes. What's the word I'm looking for? Galfrian-looking in a circle all around her. You know, she's using her finger to write in the dirt and, like, spitting in it to make mud. So it's easier to write in. And she goes back, checks her work, like, lays out the paper next to the rune, retraces, then stands up and starts saying the words that go along with it. You want to say some of those words for us? I don't, because I don't know what any of them are. Traguna, Macoites, Tracorum, Saintus Dini. Vitas, Mortis, Carero. I'd start singing the song, but then Disney would sue us, so. All I can think of is the bell words from Baldur's Gate 2. Which are yes. out of this world good, <laughs> even though they're goofy as hell. Would you like me to roll now? Yes, I would like you to roll use magic, please. Which I have a minus one on. Yes, you do. This is just going to be the night of fuck Ooh, up. sure is. That's a six. <laughs> All right, get that XP right there. Good news is you fucked up. Because <laughs> that's what seems to be required to make this happen. For the record, I would have passed had not that minus one been. Do you have what happens uh, on a miss? On you Use have magic? what happens on a miss. I have what happens. Hold on one second. Let me read that for the audience and for you. I know it's real bad. So that you can just feel the fucking uh, stress. I'm already like the pit of my stomach is clenched and I'm, I'm ready to die. For use magic, the hunter loses control of the magic and anything can happen. <sighs> I'm gonna throw up. As you cast this spell, you see, like, a door in front of you. Oh. It's like a waterlogged, rotting door in front of you opens. And in it, you see a single, yellowy, fishy-looking eye. And you hear a voice. Uh, <laughs> one more comes to play. 
and you are grabbed by your ankle (gasps) by a huge hand that shoots out from this darkened doorway (gasps) and drags you inside. Hey, everyone, it's Nate coming at you. And And Lester coming at you very slow at a snail's pace. And I'm coming at you like a a beam. A bean? Beam. You know who likes beans? The British Isles. (laughs) 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 And one place (laughs) in the British Isles is Scotland, where there are several werewolves. Wow, it's funny that you should mention that because our promo this week is for Redgate and Wolf, which features a sassy thief and a Scottish werewolf hunting monsters, rolling dice, and bickering, you know, as as you do. Anyway, check out their promo. It's going to play in just a second, like right uh... now. Okay. That's this thing on. Can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes? I can see the red light, but no one said to talk. Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is... Angus McRae. And we uh, fight monsters, because those are real. The boogeyman that you fear, the real, that thing under your bed, is also real. But we're here to fight them. Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough. Do you even literally think we should be doing this? I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendricks, which we're stuck in, thanks to you? Thanks to me. I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car. But I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge. We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual play Monster of the Week podcast. Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Should not be Wolf and Redgate. I do all the work. And as she talked about kicking ass, I do that. You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there. Drive me. You drive me crazy. Find us on your favorite podcast app now. So, um, Lester, do you have any other things you want to talk about? Are we doing the actual place promo now? I mean, we can do the actual place promo now. Are you looking for a Discord where you can chat with everyone except me because I'm incredibly bad at checking Discord? Well, have we got a Discord server or whatever they're called for you? Yes, so come on down (laughs) to the actual place Discord server where you can not talk to Lester. Link in the show notes. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) Let's start this out. Uh, I want everybody to roll 1d6 for me and tell me your number. Two. I missed my tower entirely. Four. Six. Super. Brad's getting got. (laughs) Let's start with Brad. (laughs) Yes. You appear in a twilight. Is that a word? Yes. Twilight swamp. Twilight and <laughs> twilighted. A twilight swamp. A swamp in twilight. There you go. There are insects buzzing around you, and the smell of decay and musty water. Stagnant, you might say. Stagnant water. Yes. Yes. I can taste mm. it. Ugh. Gross. You see no one else around you. I turn around. Uh, Is the light there? Can I see it from here? The green light? No, it's gone. 
Oh, okay. Um, Mags? <laughs> Morris, 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 Morris. That is, Brad actually does the echo himself. <laughs> okay, well. You hear some frogs croaking. All right. Well, raging Super Saiyan Super Warrior Goku, it's just you and me. I don't know what to do. Normally I would ask Max what she thinks, but this is, um... Okay, if I were Max, what would I do? Okay. <sighs> oh, no. Oh, uh, where's my book? Oh, uh, I need, um... Uh, some kind of rule to follow. Um, this is not working. Okay, so... What do I see? What do you want to do? I want to look around. I want to stop stalling for time while I try to figure it out. <laughs> I think Brad is going to just hang out for a little while and kind of see if anybody else makes an appearance. Not too long, though, because he's going to get bored pretty quickly. And then he is going to... Let's see. I think we were following footsteps. I don't see the light. But I knew there were footsteps. I'm going to see if I can find any footprints around me or signs of life, scraps of clothing, anything like that. Sure. Why don't you roll investigate a mystery? Okay. Whoop. <laughs> God, that's a four. Oof. Yikes. Wow, dude. Off to a strong start. Okay. I guess I don't see anything. Tell me what happens, keeper <laughs> of monster and mystery. <laughs> well, fucking A, dude. I didn't expect this. I mean, I guess I never expect it, right? I have zero sharp. I don't need to be alone. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> he needs a minder. I need a mind. <laughs> <laughs> you are wandering around looking for something and you are completely lost you don't know where you started you don't know where you are now why don't you roll a d8 for me because i don't have one there are no d8s in this game nate <laughs> <laughs> well i have a question does my compass work on my watch right now it is spinning oh oh well that's not good where it's opening up one of my gaming apps. D8. Four. Lucky number four tonight. Yeah, apparently. You walk around a mangrove tree mm -hmm. and you step on what you think is like a piece of solid earth, but it's not. And you just drop into the water. And as you do, you surface and then you hear strange squawking you look around the tree and looking right back at you are five or six they look like almost like a heron or some two-legged wading bird but they're quite large not like 10 feet or anything like that but like four or five feet and they are featherless oh uh like Ooh. A condor. Behold, a man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a featherless biped. You see five men. You have. You see five. What cannot be described in any other way except as men standing before five you. Five naked, long-legged men. And they raise. Yes, naked men, and they raise their beaks <laughs> towards you. What's up, beak dudes? <laughs> And they hiss like <laughs> condors. No, I... They look aggressive at you. You do see, however, one of them that's a little bit larger than the others 
has a single feather coming out of the top of its head. You think it's black at first, but then it like catches the light and it is a rainbow of colors. Okay. First order of business. I try to get back on solid ground. Like I'm swim back and try to get back onto the land where I was. Are they like approaching me? Not exactly, but they were like rearing up and looking aggressive. Like stay the fuck away from me, bro. That's what they say. That's what... <laughs> Just like that. If my years of training have taught me anything, <laughs> then that one with the feather is definitely the boss and that feather is a quest item and I kind of need it. <laughs> Yes. Man, I'm I'm ill-equipped. I don't have a party with me. Like I don't know if I can solo this. Okay, can I even get over to where they are? Yeah, they seem to be standing on sol. Not not not. They're in the water, but they're like wading through the water. Okay, and they're like my height, like six feet tall, five feet tall, four to five feet tall, four to five feet tall. Oh, four feet tall. Shoot, that's like beating up a 10-year-old. I can do that. <laughs> five dinosaurs? You want to fight five dinosaurs? God. They are. Te- yeah, I guess you're right. Technically, birds are dinosaurs. <laughs> Velociraptors. Horrifying. They are like wrinkly and gross looking. They're the neck and mole rats of herons. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Ugh, they're gross. Flies are buzzing around them. Disgusting little men. They look like they're carrion eaters of some kind. Oh, are they eating? Is there anything over there that they were all gathered around eating? No, no, not that you saw. Okay. They could be hungry. Oh. Well, I'm not carrion yet. They better back off. I'm going to try and, like, scoot around them, not getting closer, just kind of maintain my distance and see if I can circle around them and just see what they do. Why don't you roll... Act under pressure. Okay, okay. Be cool. That's an eight. Okay, so why don't you read to me what happens? On a seven to nine, on an act under pressure, worst outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. You move around and they watch you as you move. They don't, like, come after you or anything. But then you feel your foot sink right as you take your next step. Mm -hmm. And... Your right foot is now stuck <gasps> knee deep. Oh, no. Coming up your thigh. Oh, jeez. In uh, some kind of mud, quicksand, something. You're held fast. Oh, I better not lose this Chaco. <laughs> and like some of the birds start slowly like stepping towards you a little bit. Not that they're coming to kill you, but they're just like watching what happens. They see you like falter doing that weird bird head forward then the body moves yeah motion Ugh. yes Creepy. yes exactly yeah it's long necked head comes towards you and then turns yeah. so that like one eye is looking at you and then its whole body steps forward the head doesn't move anymore is it the one with the feather sure Okay. It's not like super close to you, but they're stepping towards you. The quest bird approaches. <laughs> That's the questing beast. Oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna try to extricate my foot from this mud without losing my shoe. Is there a, a log or anything I can grab and help me get out of here? Why don't you roll read a bad situation? Again with these plus zero rolls. Oh hey, hey, that's two five. That's a ten, baby. Hey. What are your questions? Let's see. 
Uh, what's my best way out, I guess, would be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a mangrove tree nearby that you can grab some of the roots of and try and hoist yourself out. It's not going to be instantaneous, but you think that with enough time and enough, like, force, you can get your leg out. Okay. Not sure about your shoe. Oh. Shoe's gone forever. Oh. No, gotta keep them shoes. Not righty. So important. Protect your feet. Okay, are there any dangers we haven't noticed? That's a classic. <laughs> hmm. Yes. No elaboration. <laughs> All right. Uh, you look over to your left and... In the water, you see, like, a thinned, scaly back of something. Okay. Barely crest the surface and then kind of go back under. Okay. Um, That's, like, off to your left. Let's say the birds are kind of on your right. Great. Great, 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 great. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna hold the last one and see if I can get my leg out. And see what if it, how things develop before I ask my last question. If that's cool, yeah, I think that's cool. Why don't you go ahead and roll act under pressure? Be good again. Plus one acting on the information. Yep. Okay. So that brings it. That actually brings it to a ten. I rolled a nine, and then the plus the one. Oh hell yeah! You do what you set out to do. Uh, flawlessly there. Do I keep my shoe? Yeah, absolutely. You keep your shoe. Sweet. So yeah, you rip your leg out while grasping this large root your muscles are like straining we can see your rippling muscles through your wet <laughs> fucking white t-shirt yeah. give the audience what they want yeah <laughs> just deltoids and lats <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. just all of them all the muscles your leg comes free with like a loud squelching pop and with that the birds kind of like back off a little bit okay 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 i think when i pull myself out i'm gonna i'm gonna pull myself up onto like the roots of the mangrove tree so i know i'm on solid ground yep and so i'm kind of perched there holding on to the tree with one hand and got the sword out in the other one i really want that feather <laughs> can i ask i'm I, this i know it's dumb i know it's dumb <laughs> No, it's plainly a quest. He pointed out the one single rainbow feather to the dumbest guy in the group. <laughs> no, it definitely seemed important. This is Heather telling Dennis that. Okay. Get that feather. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Oh so God. I'm going to say, <laughs> oh man, I've got, okay. Brad's going to die trying to get the stupid feather. <laughs> Oh, man. A warrior's death. Can I? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. How many can I take out with me? I'm thinking, can I do what's most vulnerable to me, but within the context of trying to get that feather is kind of like a strategic... I mean, you think that these necks could be chopped off. They're pretty long neck. Seems vulnerable to a sword. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get back on solid land. I'm going to back away from it. And I'm going to loudly say... Oh, man, I don't know if I can handle the stress. And then I'm going to fake a heart attack <gasps> and collapse onto my back, sword still in hand, and play dead and see if I can entice that bird over to get close enough for me to grab that feather. Brilliant. This is a great strategy, and I want this to work so much. This is a perfect plan. I don't know if you could see me face palming. That's <laughs> the best thing I've ever heard. This is absolutely... <laughs> ludicrous okay 
I really kind of want you to... There's no performance check here. <laughs> no, there's not. There's um, manipulate someone. And these aren't monsters, really. But they're not people, obviously. I'm just acting. I'm just putting on a show. And, you know, maybe their little raptor brains will... Yeah, I really want this to be manipulate someone. So why don't you why don't you Come roll on, you charming bug. Okay. Oh, it'll be good. That's an 11, baby. Woo! I give the performance of my life. You are totally convincing. Yeah, so you are playing dead? Yes, I'm going to try to play dead, entice it to come up close enough. Several of them. You hear their footsteps on the uh, loamy, muddy ground, and they are right near you. And they're they're there. Okay. What the camera sees, <laughs> what you don't see because your eyes are closed, is two of them, the one with the feather and another, are leaning their heads down to you, kind of maneuvering around your body. And then, what are you wearing? I'm going to say that I'm wearing, let's see, definitely a white t-shirt, but with like with an almost too deep V in the front. <laughs> you know, like he pulls it off, but it, not everybody could do it. And then... <laughs> Probably some joggers, you know, and then I'm going to say like semi-casual Chaco hiking shoes. Okay, so you feel a pinch on the side of your torso and are surprised at a hot stinging pain as one of them like nips at your chest, mostly gets hurt, but like sends a small gash down your... I have two armor. You weren't going to take any harm okay. anyway, but... I just wanted to rip Brad's shirt and you know, <laughs> give, him a little, give him a little bleed. It's incredibly hot yeah. for what I think is about to happen. So you feel this, or you know one of them has has just bitten you on like the the side. Yeah. Uh, as soon as I feel it, I open my eyes and like, can I do? I, do I see? Was it the one with the feather that bit me? Is it right there? Is it in my grasp? Why don't you roll 2d6? Yeah. Uh, that's an 8 plus what? What's your luck uh, right now? 3. So that's uh, 11. All right. Yeah. Yes! Uh, it is the one with the feather. Yes! Okay. I'm going to reach out. Uh, like, I'm going to sit up, and the first thing <laughs> I'm going to do is actually wrap my arms around its head and neck. Like, I'm wrestling a calf at a rodeo. <laughs> grab the feather. <laughs> Because I want to hold it. Like, I'm going to grab it. I'm going to slam it to the ground, yank the feather out, and then run. Beautiful. You did it. Okay. Quest fulfilled. You leveled up your steel skill. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is going to be act under pressure, right? I don't think anything else really applies to this. Okay, here we go. Um, Oh... No, that's a five. Oh, um, no. I'm gonna use. Oh Listen, no! Is You're it, okay. gonna get eaten by these birds. Is it dumb if I use luck to get this feather? <laughs> do it! Do it! Do it! Do it! Have you used a luck point yet? I've I've used one. Do it! Oh. I used a luck point to give Adelaide a headache for you. That's true. Well, I mean, you used a luck point to keep us from all being burned alive by your <laughs> magic. Um, it feels so dumb. It feels so dumb. Listen, the first luck point is the one that you save and, you know, you let all these terrible things happen to your character, right? Before you burn that first luck. But after that, I That's mean, true. Free game. what does it matter? You know what? 
I, I'm this far in. That's right. Brad, Brad wants this feather. Commit. I'm going to use luck. Get it! Okay. This is so stupid. You use luck, dude. This is so dumb. What happens when you use luck? Uh, when you use luck, you find something interesting, maybe even useful. So this is the bigger one, right? Yeah, it's the bigger one with the feather. The quest one, the boss. <laughs> and I think that when you like grab his neck and you get onto the back of him, you grab the feather and pluck it out. It squawks and squirms for a little while trying to bite you and you like dodge it while you're still on its back. And eventually it goes like docile and <laughs> you see the other ones bow to you you are their king now you're the king and now you 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 don't get all of them but you do have one of them as a mount oh my god damn how about that wow is that something useful that's interesting and is that useful. worth a luck point yeah that's yeah You've got a chocobo, dude. I got a swamp chocobo. I got a <laughs> naked mole rat swamp chocobo. Yeah. Incredible. It's got like huge eyes too. It's really awkward looking. They're like somewhat crossed. Is it like one of those so ugly it's cute things or is it just ugly? It's <laughs> just ugly. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. You can teach him to, to appreciate himself. That's right. I'm going to write Swamp Cassowary on my <laughs> character list. And I don't care what you say, Nate. I'm finding a way to bring this thing home. <gasps> Adelaide's going to be so excited. She is. Oh, my God. Mm, is that the word? She's going to be feeling something. <laughs> All right. As Brad rides off, we see that's what we see in the camera is like. Brad, like, trotting off into the swamp on top of this fucking naked chocobo. So I chocobo. love that we've established that he's, like, a romance cover model. That's like his white horse. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, just the the beautiful... Yes, yes. ...mental image. Yes, that's perfect. ...twilight swamp and Brad awkwardly <laughs> riding <Yeah>. away <laughs> on this angular creature squelching through the water with his... With his ripped shirt. It's so beautiful. Holding a sword up. <laughs> and there's no range. I'm probably just grabbing like a fistful of its wrinkly, dangling neck skin to hold on to it. Oh, it's horrifying. I ride off on my cassowary that I have yet to name. We're going to move to the next person in line, going to be Mags. Yes. So, you don't get to roll for a place that you are, because where you are is a wooden cage. Oh, no. You seem to be outside of some walled area, and you are, like, hanging in a cage that is raised up off of the ground. Wait, so Mags is in a cage being like ready to get cooked? Yeah. Like Mags Mardigan. Oh no. Uh, you're outside of like a fortified area. You can't see above the walls. They're like wooden palisades. With... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. the wooden cage that I find myself in, is it like two by fours? Is it driftwood that's been cobbled together? Can I test it? Shake it a little bit? It's probably made from, like, mangrove, and it's, like, lashed together with vines. Do I have my bag with me? 
do you have your bag with you? Hmm. When you were performing this ritual, would you have set it on the ground? I think I just spun it around on my back. Yeah, you've got your bag with you. Okay, so I have my little Leatherman tool. How far up am I? You are about 10 feet. Oh boy, okay. I'm going to start cutting away at some of these vines. Okay, roll act under pressure. All right. That is a nine. Worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. Hmm. I think the price to pay is that you get through, but as soon as you cut that one, the whole thing loses its structural integrity mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just collapses and you fall 10 feet with all of this wood crashing down on you. Oh, man. And you take one harm. Okay. Ow. That really hurt. Which is not prevented by your armor. I see. Because you yeah. fell. Because it's my armor falling on me. Y yeah. yeah. No, I get it. And you make a lot of noise. When I hoist myself up, standing there ready to run, do I see anybody coming? Yes, you do. Oh, no. You see now that there's like a gate kind of thing to your right. You're like facing out towards the swamp that you see in front of you. Behind you is the palisade. And to your right, there's like a small gate in it where people armed with like spears made from, you guess to be like sticks and stuff from, from the rest of the swamp and wearing what looked to be like obviously well-maintained togas. Armed people, humans. Yeah, they're in like Roman getup. That's what it probably would remind you of. Hmm. Okay, gonna go hands up and I'm gonna say... There has been a misunderstanding. I am a federal agent. You cannot confine me here. If you let me go, we can discuss further negotiations. They look at each other and begin speaking. What languages does Mags know? Oh, she probably has a little bit of Spanish that she's picked up. <laughs> and she took French in high school. She's not a linguist. Infernal. Yeah. Dwarvish. So you kind of think that you may recognize some words a little bit. Mm. They kind of sound like something from Spanish, but it's not anything that you remember. Sure. And, but it's similar. And you said Spanish and what? French. French. Yeah, you hear sim something similar with French as well. It's like parts of those languages. But not. Como se dice tu parle francais? Eh? They begin to approach you to try and, you assume, probably tie you back up because one of them is getting out like mm -mm -mm. Nope. rope that's been made from the, the vines in this swamp. That's not happening. They're speaking Latin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> how, how many of them are there? I don't think you told me that. There are three of them. Three of them. I know they have rudimentary sharp spears yes it's made from like rocks and sticks are they big guys are they brad sized sure or are they scrawny little swamp dwellers well why don't we let lester and brad describe two of these not so gentlemen okay so obviously they have togas on right <laughs> but i think they're like camo togas oh my god <laughs> <laughs> they've been patched with shit from the swamp yeah, like, and they, you know those, like, full camo suits that have, like, fake grass on them? The ghillie suits. Yeah, that but a toga. Fabulous. Yeah, that's what they're wearing. Also, I think they should have, like, I think they should have, like, a thin schmear of just, like, slime. 
from being in the swamp. Ugh. Dennis, give me a distinguishing characteristic of these guys. All of them have a tattoo over their chest, like over where their heart would be, that looks suspiciously like a large Ooh. fishy eye. Ooh. A large fishy eye is kind of just like a googly eye, isn't it? But like culty. Yes, they have a googly <laughs> eye. A culty looking googly eye on their surrounded, chest. Yeah. But surrounded with like scales, maybe. <laughs> that Mags, it looks suspiciously like the eye she saw in the door. So Mags is of two minds. On the one hand, she wants to gesture to their chests and, like, try and make a symbol of an eye. Like, maybe hold two cupped hands over her own eye in an attempt to communicate. But she also just wants to, like, barrel through them out this gate and get away. Guys, do either of you have any input for me? What? Say it again? Does one of them have a feather, a single feather protruding <laughs> from his forehead? Because <laughs> that's the boss one, Heather. <laughs> no, none of them have feathers. Um, okay, okay. Nate, does Mags feel strongly one way or the other that there is a possibility of gaining more information by staying here or if it's better just to get out? Yeah, we'll read a bad situation. Well, that's an eight. Six plus two, eight. All right, eight. so hold one. I guess what's my best way out? Running or shooting them with a gun, because you do have one. I know, I know I do have one. They are wearing cloth and have spears. <laughs> and you have a fucking gun. So well, okay. So here's three new bodies for for Mags's tally. Here's the thing: you have body armor on. Mags is gonna fucking murder I these know. guys. You could murder these people very <laughs> easily joking. if you wanted to. But I'm telling you, the other best way out. I think is, Nate wants you to murder running. these guys. We've all been joking about murder Mags. <laughs> Double kill. Oh, this will be a triple. No, no, we're running. We're running. <laughs> She's going to just barrel through all, you know, 250 pounds of her full linebacker just out the gate. Okay. Why don't you roll act under pressure and add plus one because of your read about situation. Okay. So that gives me a plus three. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no. Max. Oh, no. I think if she fails the roll, you should make it so Max kills those guys somehow. <laughs> Just to add to the murder count. Oh my god! Some kind of they fucked haven't... up Rube's Goldberg machine of murder. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! This is, that's clearly the, the worst possible outcome for Mags and Heather's sanity. Yes. I, I got a six. I rolled a three on the dice. Oh god. Okay, so Alex, you run and you you barrel through them, but one of them catches oh, your no. foot and you go stumbling forward, and then you <laughs> fall and slam into a root oh, no. of one of these mangrove trees, and your gun fires oh. and hits one of the dudes right in the chest. Oh no. He falls over and the <laughs> other two rush you with spears and you're gonna take two harm one from each spear does my flak jacket offer any protection from those individual one harms? ah what's the armor on the flak jacket it's one 
Yes, it completely prevents the Whew, fucking okay. damage. Great. Great. <laughs> Armor is so important in this game, y'all. So important. <laughs> you have to murder these guys. Wow. I know. I know. It's not great. Aren't you excited? I'm not excited in the slightest. Somewhere else in the swamp, Brad is like, I think I'm getting the hang of this thing. <laughs> Just having the best time. Okay. So... Mags has landed on the roots of this tree, right? Yeah. So she's going to pull herself up. No, I'm sorry. You and- you tripped over the roots and hit one, but then you like tumbled backwards into the Oh, oh okay, okay, okay. So you're covered in mud and blood, and All right. now they're stabbing you with spears. Yeah, uh, I'm going to grab one of the spears away from them. Hell yeah. And... God, I love you hit them with the other end oh fuck yeah i'm like try and knock him out so the first thing is gonna be act under pressure to get it away from him yep all right so go ahead and roll that oh see that even with my negative is a 10 oh wait no act under pressure no that's a 13 holy shit that's shit. fucking huge they're all dead yes you kill them all with the force of your jerk <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Dang. You grab the spear, you rip the spear away from him, and the <laughs> other guy stabs you again, and you take no damage because... Yes, flak jacket. You have armor. <laughs> He's just still stabbing you and wondering why it's not killing you. I'm a witch. <laughs> These guys really should just give up. <laughs> and, uh... Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna El Kabong him. <laughs> All right. Go ahead and roll, um, kick some ass. Oh. <laughs> we'll call this attack one harm stunning, okay? Doesn't matter. It's snake eyes. Which means it's a one. Heather, oh no. But that means I level up. Hey! <laughs> Very sick. Uh, what do you take for your level up? Well... Given the circumstances, I think, man, I was going to take something cool when I did this. Like I was going to take a move from another playbook and like lean into the magic stuff that I've been trying to do. But I think. Well, do that. Well, no. Do it. I think I got to do tough. I think I got to get rid of this negative modifier. I mean, you have been murdering a lot of people. (laughs) I've been murdering so many people. Tough as nails. All right, I'm doing it. I'm just, I'm taking my negative modifier from tough. That's now a zero. Ugh. I hate it. I hate it, but it's correct. I mean, I gotta deal you some damage. No, I know. You wrestle away the spear, but you're not ready for him to just, like, push you. He just, like, lunges forward and pushes you before you can get the spear up to bear. Yeah. And... The other one, like, stabs, but doesn't get you in the chest. It gets you in the thigh instead. Mm, brutal. For a very brutal strike, you take two harm. Oh, okay. It was both of them attacking. No, I get it. I get it. A combo move. Okay, this is very bad. But I have the spear. I break the spear over my knee, and I grab my gun, and... I'm going to try again to hit them 
with the stock of my hunting rifle. You break the spear in half and then you like throw the pieces at them and they kind of like stumble backwards a bit and you turn to your left reaching for your bag and as you're like unzipping it and pulling it out you see that the gate is still open like the gate from where they rushed out of yeah yeah and after the noise of the gunshot and all this yelling there's like people gathered there there's like what there's women and children oh my gosh not a ton of them but several do they look armed some of them have like staves and oh such. Oh my gosh. Okay. I gotta I gotta just go. I'm running. I'm running. Fast as I can. Let me get out of here. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you roll act under pressure? Okay. Okay. Get away successfully. Breaking out new dice. These ones are not being very nice to me. Those ones are too good at killing men. <laughs> okay. That is a nine. Hard choice price to pay or a worse outcome. I think that you can get away but one of them you have to wound their leg okay you don't kill them specifically yep but, but I'll, I'll kneecap him with the butter i mean rifle. they may die <laughs> who knows mags vanishes into the woods into the swamp bodies left behind <laughs> mags roll 1d8 1d8 a three you run for a while and you stop out of breath Uh, You, like, sink into one of the root systems of one of these mango trees. You find one that is solid enough roots that you can just kind of, like, sit on it. It's got a nice curve. One of the chair ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you you take stock of your surroundings, and just ahead in the swamp, you can see, like, a muddy mound, and it's quite large. And it looks like a mouth to this mound. It looks like almost a cave opening into like this gigantic mud cave. And you see in the water in front of it, wriggling in the water. And that is where we're going to cut to Morris. Yes, I am here. (laughs) Roll a d8. Two. (laughs) Lester. What? Oh boy. Okay. Uh, Morris, you immediately splash into the water. Doggy paddle. No, it's not super deep. Oh, he's going to doggy paddle anyways. But around you, you see movement, and there are these slick, black, wriggly, very large things coming towards you. I'm going to pull out my gun. (laughs) There it is. Oh, Lester. All right, Lester. Rolled an eight to shoot them. I hope they're not people. (laughs) Just going right for kick some ass. Okay, you exchange harm. Oh, wait, that's tough. I got a nine. (laughs) I don't know. I missed the kick some ass thing and was thinking it was act under pressure. But then I got a nine. Same result. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so excited. (laughs) Jesus, what's the harm on your gun? Two harm, close and loud. You blast one of them and it destroys it i mean it it completely kills it get fucked (laughs) and it it stops in the water but then you feel something enclose around part of your leg and you take one harm all right as what appears to be a gigantic leech latches onto your leg gross can i you know at that time i had crystal hands (laughs) Yeah. Can I do that on purpose, but with my leg where the leech is? 
so that it gets stabbed by crystals. So you can use magic to deal one harm. So yes, you could. I got an eight because I have two weird. Okay, choose a glitch. I feel like it should have (laughs) a problematic side effect. Like I should turn into a crystal man or something. Yes, your entire leg turns into crystal and like sprouts out sharp, pointy crystal points all over it. You deal one harm to the leech, but the more important thing is you force it off of you. Oh, it can't suck my blood anymore because I'm a crystal boy now. Correct. So, (laughs) but you realize that you can't move your leg and it is way too heavy to lift because it's a giant fucking crystal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it is a giant rock, and you are trying to lift that with no more muscle in your leg. So. What if I just drag it behind me? I mean, that's probably what's going to have to happen. I don't know how you're going to get out of a swamp with it either. Oh. Yeah, rocks are heavy, bro. It's, you know, there's mud in a swamp, right? Like, it'll be lubricated. It's not how. No. Against the ground, I guess. I don't know. It's not how any of this works. I don't need to know about mud. I'm a city boy. <laughs> what is the leech alive still? Yes, it is. What's it doing? It is like slithering back towards you and trying to like come around to go for the other leg. Oh, I'm going to shoot it okay. again. <laughs> I got a 11. Oh, no, wait. 12. I got a 12. Okay. I'm rolling really well. Jesus. <laughs> Choose an additional effect. This is exciting. Wow. Ooh. Just a gunfight. I <laughs> do. This is the most Morris has ever done. If I take plus one forward, is that just for the remainder of this fight? Yes. How many leeches are there? One more. Then I'll do the take plus one forward. Actually, I'm going to take back and I'm going to say that I do not suffer harm because I am probably going to shoot the thing again and then I will exchange harm again and then I will be um, dying. Okay, so you choose to suffer less harm, and you're aware of what's what's going on now enough to realize that you probably need to move a bit. And so you can't really lift your crystal leg, but you, like, pivot on it, and you pivot away <laughs> from the leech that is about to My latch word. on. And as you're turning, you fire and kill the second leech. And now you've got the third leech in your sights. Shooting the leeches has been working out really well. And it I can't run from them anymore. I did kind of take away that option, didn't I? <laughs> yes, you did. So I guess I have to shoot the leech again. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll kick some ass. All right. I got a seven, five plus one plus one. Okay. Seven. You exchange harm. I think you not being used to having a entire leg made of crystal. <laughs> <laughs> Not being used to that, you spin, and as you go to aim at the next one, you are off balance a bit, and you tip and fall. (laughs) (laughs) And as you fall, you fire, and it goes right through the leech, but then you hit your head on a rock and you take one harm. Okay. The leeches are dead. These were big leeches, right? Like, Morris wasn't flipping out over, like, two-inch-long leeches. They are quite large. Okay, They good. are three feet long. Jeez. Oh, that's disgusting. I'm glad I shot them. I'm glad they're dead. <laughs> yes, they're huge. <laughs> they're giant, <laughs> giant leeches. You hear some movement in the water, and you look over, and you see some movement probably 40 feet to your left. Hmm. Would this be... Is it a threatening movement? That doesn't make us. That doesn't make sense. I guess this feels like a bad situation, so I'm gonna read a bad situation. 
go ahead and uh, go ahead and read it. Read that situation. I think this is the most rolls I've ever made in an episode. That's a lot. Ooh, I got nine. A nine. All right. Uh, hold one. I'm only one experience away from fucking leveling up. <laughs> yeah, I hate succeeding all I- the time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if they're not friendly, what's my best way out? Since I am part crystal boy now. You see and can feel with one of your feet, <laughs> the one that's not crystal, <gasps> that- The one foot. <laughs> the It kind of slopes upward a bit right here. You're pretty much like on the the shore. The, I'm at the bottom of an incline? Yes, yes. So you think that you can probably drag yourself out of the water right here. It's not like far okay. or anything. It's like a foot or two, uh, three feet maybe. Uh, well, like four feet. Uh, maybe five. <laughs> five feet. Five feet. It's five fucking feet. Don't ask me again. How obvious slash distracting is the cat brooch? Like, if I pull it out to check it right now, is whatever's moving in the distance gonna be like, what the fuck is that? You pull it out? Well, no, because, like, I would know how, like, bright the cat brooch is, right? I've always said that it doesn't, like, light up a room. Okay. Or anything. I'm gonna... I should move first. I think I'm going to move out of the water first and then check the cat brooch. 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 I'm going to broach the subject of the cat brooch. Oh, my God. Okay. I, I think that you can do that. No problem. Excellent. Because I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what you say, Nate. <laughs> You're not my real dad. Well, did wait. Can you repeat what you I'm said? I'm going to get out of the water, presumably under more foliage cover. And then once I am out of the water, I'm going to check the cat brooch. Gotcha. Because I am in okay. a new area. Roll act under pressure to get out of the water successfully. I got a four. There it is. And I leveled up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. Uh, your leg gets caught on some mangrove roots. And you are stuck there. And uh, you see what is coming closer to you in the water now. The movement that you saw is more leeches. Ugh. Fuck. Should I level up first or? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Part of me likes the not my fault move from Spellslinger because it just feels like a Morris thing to say. It really does. That is an accurate assessment. <laughs> I'm just passing off the blame does seem in character. So I think I'm going to take that. All right, read, read to me what it does. Plus one to act under pressure when you're dealing with the consequences of your own spell casting. That actually works for this situation, mm-hmm. too. So great. Good job. <laughs> oh, yeah, because I've got a crystal leg. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going to say that's not your fault? <laughs> that's the Alone leech's in fault. The, swamp. the leeches put me in this situation, you know? There it is. I can find lots of ways to dodge blame on lots of things. Don't you worry. That's You're not going to be an issue. <laughs> All right. Let me think. I could shoot more leeches. I could stab the leeches with my knife. Though I don't know why I would do that because there's no benefit to the knife. Because it does less damage. Okay, I've only got... I've got one leg that cannot have... The blood can't be sucked out, right? 
how well could I balance on this leg and just stay there while the leeches? Not very well because it's stuck uh, and it's stuck at an odd angle. Ah, damn. Yeah, it's not like perfectly up straight. You needed to go to the gym stuck. with Brad and do some core training. I did. God damn. What is in my pocket? Hold up. I forget that I have this. I have vinegar, peppermint oil, trail mix, and salt. What if I pour it all into the water around me so the water gets all fucky and the leeches get sick? <laughs> Nate's face. <laughs> I forgot that he was streaming. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> this is the silliest thing I've ever heard. Why don't you use magic to keep them at bay, you goof? Oh, yeah, that would be a great <laughs> idea. Turn the leeches into crystal. Use magic to make leech repellent, right? Yeah. Or to make them think I don't have blood. <laughs> yes. There's literally part a use magic that's like... Bar a monster from... Yeah, or... Oh, is there a list of what kind of magic you can do? I've just been making it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. There's like <laughs> episode twelve, guys. I'm so sorry. There's literally okay. <laughs> four sheets of paper that you are responsible for in this entire game. That is all. It's right above the glitches. Okay, do one thing that is beyond human limitations. That can cover a lot of shit. I understand. Yes. <laughs> Bar a place or portal to a specific person or a type of creature. So I could use magic to just be like, no fucking leeches. Yeah, sure. All right. I have plus two weird. I need to remember that because I don't always remember to add things when I roll. Hmm. I got a seven. Okay. What's your glitch? There's a list of glitches <laughs> in the reference sheet. <laughs> Part of me... I kind of want to choose the magic draws immediate unwelcome oh attention my God. because I want to know what the fuck would be attracted by a lack of leeches. But I feel like I'm also leading myself to just die. <laughs> I mean, please go ahead and choose that. I'm probably not going to kill you. You're probably not going to kill me? Over it? No. No, he's going to let you do that yourself. When have I ever just immediately killed somebody as the result of a move in any game you've ever played with me. Oh, no. I was just thinking that you would set things up so I would die. A long con. I mean, <laughs> that's all this whole thing <laughs> is, though. Draws immediate unwelcome attention. The more noise that Morris makes, the more likely it is that Brad on his ostrich mount or Mags in her murder spree <laughs> will hear him and come to him, right? It does specifically say unwelcome. Yes. Do you think that Brad and Mags are unwelcome attention? Do you not want Mags and Brad to no, know? No, 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 no. I was saying, what, like, if I keep causing problems, eventually <laughs> Mags and Brad will show up. I'm causing problems on purpose. Sometimes causing problems on purpose solves other problems. No, it doesn't. Yes. <laughs> I'm thinking of solutions in my head. You are starving. You eat your shoes. You are no longer okay, starving, okay. but you don't I, have shoes. Yep, I, I take it all back. So, 
What's the choice here, Lester? Attracting unwelcome attention. So, I need you to describe your magic. I need you to describe how you do this, what it looks like. Well, I'm attached to a giant crystal, so I don't need additional crystals. (laughs) So I'm going to focus on that, and I think it comes out Uh as sparkling pink dust just laying over the area. And that's like anti-leech dust. Okay. And they all get like, they all get those like confused swirlies over their heads like in video games. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) It's how I know they have a status effect. Yes, yes, absolutely. The pink sparkly dust like filters down through the water and and illuminates it down in there. And you see the, the leeches like swim up towards you and then are basically just repelled by it and uh, they kind of stay at bay for a little bit but then they suddenly squirm off excellent worked exactly as intended (laughs) waiting for the other crystal shoe to drop (laughs) i know me too Uh, what is this what do you want to do oh no i attracted unwelcome attention is are you waiting are you gonna hold on to that what do you want to do? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. How am I stuck again? You're stuck in mangrove tree roots. I have a knife on me, so I could like hack at the roots to try and get the like sure. crystal out, right? I think this is hard um, because it's underwater. Yeah. Right? And you are very immobile because your leg is made of crystal. Should I roll tough um, or? I think maybe I just give you a minus one forward on this. Until I'm out of the tree root. Yeah, I think I think a minus one ongoing until you get out of the tree. All right. All right. So you're going to get down there with the knife and try and free yourself. Why don't you roll act under pressure? Four plus six is ten. Minus one is nine. Ah, so close. It's because I got zero cool. Had nothing to offset the minus one. Worst outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. It's going to be a price to pay. Morris pulls out his Spider-Man Velcro wallet. <laughs> And the wad of cash that I wrote separately for whatever reason. <laughs> I get it. I just got it. I, didn't, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? And then it, Nate but, doesn't remember how society but, works. No, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so as you pull out your Velcro wallet, Morris, you feel something wrap around your chest, and then you feel yourself pulled out of the water. As your leg has been freed by yourself, you had cut the roots away and were about to start trying to move, but then were caught. As you are pulled out, you land on your back, and standing there above you is a gigantic, bloated, algae and mud-covered body with a giant gar head. With this super long neck and giant gar mouth. (laughs) Just a real nasty looking guy. Yeah. And you swear to God it smiles at you. everyone this is nate thanks for joining us for this episode of nameless monsters 
You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. You also heard Stages of Grief and Pennsylvania Rose by Kevin McLeod at Incompetent.com. Sound effects from Pixabay. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. is like an evil Steven universe. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> what the fuck? That just occurred Steven to me. Steven universe if he had not had like the crystal gems intervention. Steven universe if he just was like kind of just shit. <laughs> no, he didn't. The crystal gems didn't intervene. Well, he true. intervened with yeah, the crystal Yeah, you're not gems giving his dad enough credit. You are right. Into better people. His dad is great. Even if he had never met the crystal gems would be a sweet sweet boy. You are you are correct. Steven Universe if he was raised by me, <laughs> Lester. <laughs> oh lord.